Hi, Dr. Sam Waldron here. The fields are white for harvest, but the laborers are few. Most men who need a seminary education can afford it the least, and no seminary is fully supported by student tuition and fees. We rely on the generosity of our supporters and friends. Would you give today and help us to make informed scholarship with pastoral heart affordable for the next generation of gospel ministers? Visit cbtseminary.org give to learn how you can help. Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. It is my privilege to chat with Pastor Joe and Pastor Lee as we uh, continue this ministry resource where uh, we answer questions that are submitted on the Pastor's Inbox email, pastorsinbox at cbtseminary.org. And uh, in this conversation, we had someone that submitted a question or three uh, related to pastor's wages. And so I'll just ask the first question and uh, get out of the way. Uh, The first part of this first question is, what should a pastor do if his church cannot sufficiently pay him? So related to pastor's wages, uh, what do you guys say in answer to this question? Well, I I don't believe there's a one-size-fits-all uh, answer, uh, because situations differ, you know, as to uh, reasons a, a church might not be able to sufficiently pay a pastor. There'd be varying reasons for that. Uh, uh, perhaps it's a small church, or it's a, a church in a very impoverished area. And if that's the scenario where the church is truly unable to support the man, well, there are a, a few possibilities, at least, for, for getting help. Uh, firstly, I would say, and I'm sure that Joe would have that as first on his list, it's right, it's imperative for the pastor and the church to pray in this regard, to, to seek God's provision for the church and for the pastor. Mm. If there are ties with other churches, it would not be improper to let those other churches know of the financial needs of a particular assembly. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very least, those churches would want to pray, and it could be that they would be able to give aid. If it's a missionary endeavor, something in a country not our own, well, there are organizations and networks that, that might be interested in helping, and therefore it would not be wrong to reach out to such organizations uh, as these. Now, if a church, uh, a case that the church <clears throat> cannot afford the man because people are not giving. Well, now that's that's entirely a different scenario. Mm-hmm. Even if it's an impoverished area or the like, the believers still uh, should do what they can. But if there are those who are able but are not doing so, then the question is, why not? You know, Scripture actually addresses this, and therefore a man could expound the text by way of personal conversation or public ministry if it's a widespread widespread problem. Uh, Admittedly, a pastor might feel awkward addressing this. He might fear that he's going to look self-serving. Well, and he mustn't be self-serving. That's true. But this is important because it's biblical. Mm -hmm. Uh, 1 Timothy 5.18, when 
Paul is writing there, uh, quotes from the Old Testament about not muzzling the ox, uh, then he follows with saying a laborer is worthy uh, of his wages. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul writing in 1 Corinthians 9, 14, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Well, this is biblical. So again, though a pastor may feel awkward, it's still biblical, and maybe one way around that is to ask another man, another pastor who's known and, and trusted by the church to come and address this. If the people are not giving, why not? If it's ignorance, they need to be instructed. If it's from covetousness or stinginess, well, should we just leave it alone then? Well, obviously, no, that suddenly is a, that's not a non-moral issue. And for those who are truly not able, well, it'd be very right to console them, but again, to recruit their prayers because they should want suitable provision for their pastor. But then another solution, which is not optimal, but neither is it unbiblical, and that is for the pastor himself to take on extra work, some uh, income-producing activity. I, I know of a, a dear brother who actually had these peanut uh, uh, vending machines in uh, various waiting rooms and the like, and he was uh, subsidizing his income that way. So in a very real sense, that brother was working for peanuts. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, in my case, my first pastor, I, I worked full time. Uh, perhaps there would be at least some measure of part-time employment or self-employment, something of that nature. And uh, as I say, that's not optimal, but it's not unbiblical. You recall that the Apostle Paul, he worked. In fact, uh, in Acts chapter 20, he not only worked with his own hands to provide for himself, but also his fellow laborers. And then he could even write to the Thessalonians saying, we work night and day so as not to be a burden. So it, it could be. Now, if a church could do more but won't, again, that's a very different situation. But if a church truly cannot do more, then it does come to this. What can a pastor do to provide for himself uh, and his family? And there are these options. I would again say, first and foremost, pray and inform the church to pray. Pray for provision, but also to pray for grace uh, for the pastor and, and, and for the people and pray and aim to be biblical. Well, Joe, I'm going to throw this over to you, brother. Well, I appreciate what you said, uh, Pastor Lee. Um, and I certainly agree with you. This is a biblical issue as far as the church paying the pastor. And every church that wants to be biblical should aspire to support their minister and to be able to support him full time. I'm also, though, we take into account the fact that um, some churches have a plurality of elders and the Bible does say the elders that labor in preaching and teaching are worthy of double honor. And there's no nothing wrong with uh, an elder being in a plurality and being a bivocational elder. Uh, I'm sure there were many of those in the uh, in the New Testament. I appreciate the fact that you say the church should pray. Uh, for the day to come and long for the day to come when they will be able to sufficiently pay their pastor if they're not able to do so right now, because it, it is a it is a matter of being biblical. You quoted already First Corinthians nine fourteen, which 
doesn't just say it's a good idea for the church to think about supporting its pastor. It says the Lord has commanded. He hasn't just suggested. He has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Now, uh, there, there may be some times uh, when the pastor himself, for good reasons, might decline to accept financial compensation for good gospel reasons. You know, the apostle Paul did say to the Corinthians uh, that he had the right to uh, claim financial aid from them, but that he himself did not use that right, uh, lest he should put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. But, but that was the exception and not the rule for Paul told the Corinthians again, that he took wages from other churches so that he wouldn't have to take wages from them. Uh, but remember this, Paul was not the pastor at Corinth. Mm. And since he gave those commands that the Lord uh, says, those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel, uh, that Paul did expect the Corinthians to support their pastors if they were able to do so. Um, but as you said, Lee, they're not always able to do so. They should pray towards that day. They should aspire for that day to come. They should work towards that day and they should be willing to give sacrificially. Mm -hmm. But the question is, what should a pastor do if his church cannot not if they will not support him, but if they cannot support him, then as you said, he's going to need to look for uh, outside work. It is not a sin to be bivocational. Mm -hmm. It is not ideal, but it is not a sin. So he's going to have to look for work to at least supplement, uh, if not provide fully his income, depending on how much the church is able to support him. And again, that's not the best case scenario. Pastoring the sheep of Christ is a full-time job. And therefore, ideally, the pastor needs to be able to devote himself full-time to the task. But sometimes it's necessary for him to get work. And I, I want to say this, Lee, I admire so much those worthy men of God who labor so diligently to support not only themselves, but their families, and then still give of themselves in order to feed the flock of God. I, I, I think that uh, they're worthy of double honor, even though the church is not able to give it to them at this time. But uh, as, as you said, I've, I already had in my notes, in such cases where they can't provide for the pastor, the church should long for, pray for, and make any sacrifices that they can uh, so that the day will come when they'll be able to free up their precious shepherd uh, to labor full-time in pastoral uh, ministry. But again, I emphasize this should only occur when a church cannot support the pastor. Uh, and I think maybe in a future uh, episode, we might deal with churches maybe who can uh, support their pastor, but just don't do so. So those are my comments basically the same thing you said, Lee. <laughs> well, these, these have been good comments and uh, it's encouraging to hear that the word of God gives us some answers related to financially supporting a pastor. Um, so thank you for um, bringing out those passages that address this subject. 
Uh, but the second part of the question that was submitted to us reads like this. Would a pastor's wife ever need to work outside of the home? And uh, maybe you guys can answer uh, in relation to different circumstances that you're thinking uh, that this question might uh, have included with it. But would a pastor's wife ever need to work outside of the home? Well, just as you've mentioned different cases, uh, this is going to be another you know, no one size fits all mm-hmm. uh, situation. We previously dealt with the, the whole matter of women working outside the home, uh, and it's not prohibited. Uh, I, I know the old King James of Titus 2.5 talks about keepers at home. That's really not uh, the best translation, keepers of the home. I think New King James translates it homemakers. Uh, some have uh, translated it guardians of the home. However you cut it, that is her primary sphere. And yet, uh, Proverbs 31, you've got this uh, very industrious woman who's being praised for her industry. And, and so it, it's not prohibited for women uh, to be working outside the home. Now, presumably, uh, this question is asked with a view to the wife making up for the shortfall if a church can't provide, since it came in that uh, context. Mm -hmm. And again, there are many variables. Uh, First, uh, are there younger children in the home? Because here's a primary responsibility, and she is not to forsake that or even to be put in a position of neglecting that, again, a keeper or guardian of the home. But could it be that the wife has a skill, she has training that would allow her to generate income for the family while the husband is serving as a pastor and the church is doing all that it absolutely can, its best? Mm-hmm. And to that I say, yeah, perhaps. Perhaps there are scenarios I can actually think of one. But again, not to the neglect of her other God-given responsibilities for whatever reason. I'm quite certain that not a few men would commit to taking on extra work for themselves so as to not to overburden the wife. And I can say that if a man is not willing to put more on himself than on his wife, uh, is that not a problem? How about dwelling with your wife in an understanding way or a husband uh, loving his wife as he loves his own body, or even more, as Christ loved the church. I can say this as to, well, the, the wife working to subsidize, a church dare not require this. Yes. There's no reason to expect this or even ask her to do so, mm-hmm. especially if the church can do more. The wife should not be forced to take on more, I would say from the husband's standpoint, if it's simply uh, to further his ambitions, wait a minute, that shouldn't be put on her. And certainly it shouldn't be put on her if it's to make up for the church being irresponsible. Uh, So uh, those are some strong things I I would say. Uh, You know, 1 Timothy 5, uh, 8 says, if anyone will not provide or does not provide for his own, uh, he's worse He's denying the faith he's worse than an unbeliever. Well, that underscores that this is a primary responsibility for any man, no less a pastor. And it could come to saying to the church, you know, I must step down from the ministry in order to provide for my own. And I say that because, yeah, you know, I, admittedly, that's not first choice. That's not optimal. 
but it's right because the man is not commanded to be a pastor. And yet we are biblically obligated to provide for our family. Mm -hmm. And therefore, as to push comes to shove, which is going to take precedent, it must be in providing for uh, his own. Uh, Brother Joe, again, I'll throw this back to you. I couldn't agree more with you, brother. Um, uh, Answering the question, would a pastor's wife ever need to work outside of the home? Um, Yes, but only under such circumstances uh, and in compliance with such biblical qualifications that you've set down. Uh, If necessary, if it would free her pastor husband to labor more effectively for the good of the Lord's church, which church this pastor's wife certainly loves, even as the pastor does, she may do so. She may uh, need to do so as long as she's not sinning, as long as her doing so does not interfere with her duties as a wife and a mother in the home. And that's very, very important. I agree with you, Pastor Lee, that uh, if it's if it's not possible for the uh, uh for the pastor to uh, provide for his family. His wife should never go to work if it causes her to sin in not fulfilling her duties as a wife and a mother. Uh, So in that case, the pastor would have to explore some other uh, holy options. I agree with you. It's better to cease to be a pastor than to pursue a sinful course and put my wife to work if it's going to cause her not to be the homemaker, the guide, the guardian uh, of, her, of her own home, which is her number one calling. Just like the man's number one calling is to provide for his family. So yes, there may be times when it is legitimate to work outside the home. Uh, that's my answer. These have been very uh helpful answers that you've given related to a pastor's wages. And we're going to continue this conversation in our next episode where we'll talk about financial raises for pastors. But we thank you for listening uh, to this episode, and we hope that it has answered the question of uh, to the person who submitted these questions. And for everybody listening, uh, we thank you for listening, and we wish you grace and peace. God bless.